Hello, Tisha. I am so glad to have you with me today. So happy to be here. Sharing your story and uh, spending some time with me today. I'm so grateful. So, what is it that you're here to share? What is your truth? Well, I'll let this. We apologize. We are in the park today. But, you know, on the way here, I was thinking, what should I talk about today? Like, what, you know, can I bring to the table? What could I, you know, emphasize on? And I remember being so nervous and, like, my stomach in knots. And I'm like, God, what am I going to talk about? And, you know, as I got here, the question came up, you know, what is my truth? And yesterday, as I'm vacuuming, and I'm in like that mommy mode, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about did they do their homework? Uh, who who needs lunch for tomorrow? I got to wash clothes. Uh, the living room needs to be picked up. And I just said to myself, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I am so sick and tired of faking it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fake it anymore. Yes. I don't want to fake it in my marriage. I don't want to fake it with my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fake it with my friends. I want to take care of me. I want to worry about me. Mm -hmm. Because every single day, I get up, I'm in pain. I don't want to be awake. I'm asking God, why am I still here? Mm -hmm. Because I am absolutely miserable. Mm -hmm. Because every day I wake up and I fake it. Mm -hmm. I have to fake that I'm not in pain. I have to fake that I just don't want to do anything. There are days, more times than not, that I don't want to wake up. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm just so fatigued physically and emotionally. Because it's a lot of work to fake it. (laughs) It is. With four Mm -hmm. kids, you know, you're being everything for everyone but you. And, you know, I had this laundry list of things I have to do, and I threw the vacuum. Because I'm like, I don't want this. Mm -hmm. This is not my life. Mm -hmm. This is not what I was put here for. Yeah. It's just not. And, you know, I want to be a realist now. I want to say to hell with my hair. I don't feel like doing it today. Mm -hmm. I can't lift my arms up. I don't feel like putting my liner on right. (laughs) My eyebrows are going to look a mess. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sitting here putting up a facade for myself. And when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm not seeing Tisha. You're not liking what you see. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. My face could be beat to the gods. And I will still say, this is just so damn ugly. Mm -hmm. You know, I think... One of the biggest things, and that's what I, my, in my hopes that this platform does for other people, because some may have heard this before as I've shared it. It was th- about three years ago when I was going through something, mm-hmm. and I was so ashamed of where I was mm-hmm. that I was trying to mask where I was at that place in my life because mm-hmm. I was afraid of how other people were, were going to judge me. Right. And I think it was like four o'clock in the morning. I woke up and I heard the Holy spirit clear as day say, live in the power of your truth. Right. Okay. And I went to go roll over and he said, no, 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 no. Write that down. 
So I pull out the phone and I get into my notes and I wrote, I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. And from that day, instead of carrying the extra baggage of trying to live in the truth that other people thought I should be in, I had to get real with myself. And so it was at that moment that I was able to put myself in anger management, do the steps I needed to walk out the season that I was in in my life. And so what you're saying is powerful. Do you know how many pastors' wives, how many women period, even men, okay, are living a life, living with a person in a marriage, at a job, in a situationships, any type of situation that they really don't want to be in because their mother or father may think that's the person they should be with. Their mother or father or friend or family member thinks that that's the job that's best for them. That's the school that they need to go to. And they're putting on all these things. And then when the suicide happens, the the jump into a bunch of alcohol and drugs, people want to say, oh, I didn't know that Charlie was dealing with these problems. Really, Sylvia? Because you're the person that's right. pushed these things down his right. throat. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that what you're saying is powerful. You're saying enough is enough. It's time to take the mask off and live in the power of my truth. Right. I don't want to. And, and you know, it's funny because I went natural um, almost by force because I got diagnosed with lupus after I had my uh, son, my youngest son, five years ago. And I was told, you know, no products, you know, don't wear anything that's toxic. So everything has to be organic and natural. And I was like, well, that means I can't put the creamy crack in my hair anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, okay. Um, so uh, say say yes to frizzy hair now, right? Because if it's a hot day, sis, you get to go natural. Boom. Right. So it was like, you know what? I'm going to embrace natural hair. Mm-hmm. But it was so fulfilling for me. And it was almost like through my diagnosis that I became sort of the woman that I wanted to be. Mm. Because I couldn't do the artificial nails. Mm. I couldn't do a lot of nail polishes because they had, you know, products in it like formaldehyde and all these other chemicals that, uh, you know, are are dangerous. Mm. Us women, you know, we don't realize Um, are dangerous and uh, I couldn't use certain shampoos I had to uh, turn around and make my own stuff Mm -hmm. but I was being stripped Mm. won't he do it yes (laughs) by all means necessary I was being stripped Mm. I mean down to the laundry detergent you know I was being completely made into a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. No more makeup. No more nails. No more getting your feet done. No more lotions and potions, Mm -hmm. you know, to attract, Mm -hmm. you know, people. You know, oh, my God, that smell is so good that you're wearing. What is it? Mm -hmm. Now I'm being forced to use essential oils and my own pheromones, Mm -hmm. you know, to attract people. And when that happened, I noticed that I was losing friends. Mm -hmm. I was losing those people because, you know, Tisha's not fashionista anymore. Mm -hmm. She doesn't put on makeup anymore. She doesn't do her hair. Mm -hmm. But I was completely happy. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I could get up, throw some hair conditioner in my hair, you know what I mean, after Mm -hmm. washing it. And 
completely devastated because when I'm in the shower, I'm washing clumps and clumps and clumps of my hair out. And people didn't realize, you know, she's natural now, but I was forced to be natural because if I blow dried my hair, you would see the bald spots. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if it was curly, if it was natural, I could hide that. Mm -hmm. So I was completely stripped. And, you know, I don't wear Lupus Warrior as the badge of, you know, I'm a survivor. I wear it as a badge of honor because it forced me to find me. Yes. I love it. I love it. I mean... You always hear these stories about how when you're not getting enough rest, God, something will happen. God knows how to get what it is right. that he wants out of us. Right. And not only are you finding yourself, you're finding out who your true circle is. Mm -hmm. You're finding out who your true friends are. You're finding out who your true supporters are, the people right. who are your real ride or dies. And right. he has the ability to do that, too, because he loves us. Right. And he doesn't want us wasting our time on people who really don't care. Because what's that meme that goes around social media? He heard the conversations when you weren't around. Mm -hmm. He knows their hearts. He knows their thoughts when they're exactly. around you, you know, and in a society where nowadays it's all about connection based, mm -hmm. you know, I think we just, we talked about that before right. the, the connections and people wanting to connect to you because you are Miss South Carolina, <laughs> North America. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You do this, you're travel, you're a model, you know, mm -hmm. and people want to try to jump in. And a lot of times people want to try to get in where they fit in. And then when they realize that they're not going to get but so far, they want to jump themselves off. But at the end of the day, it's your ultimate protection. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But to stand there in that moment and to be like, this is it. Like as real as you've gotten, clearly you still feel like there's some more truth that there you could walk is, in there you know is, there is absolutely and I feel like you know um it's time to deal with that childhood trauma yes mm -hmm. I've, I've done that to some degree mm -hmm. I, I've been in therapy and um you know found out some stuff that I had suppressed mm -hmm. uh that happened to me when I was younger you know being molested and and being raped so um, some of these things my parents don't even know or didn't know because my mom is deceased now, but right. my dad has no idea. Right. You know, there's, there's family. They're probably, if they listen to this, they're going to figure it out today. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hello. But, hi. <laughs> I didn't call you. Don't Sorry. mind me. I'm just living in my truth. But, um, yeah, you have a, a way of bringing it up. <laughs> Putting me in this environment. But, um, yeah, there's certain things that came out. But um, in that therapy, again, we're like, no, this can't be who I am. Mm -hmm. I can't go back to therapy and really figure out who I am because I'm afraid. Right. Right. And so it manifests itself in other things, in mm -hmm. your relationships, in your marriages, mm -hmm. in the way you deal with your money, mm -hmm. uh, where you live, how you eat. Your day-to-day. -day. I mean, it, it manifests its mm -hmm. ugly head. In all of your things. And yesterday, you know, for, like I said, when I was diagnosed with the lupus and I was stripped down, you know, I kind of reverted a little bit. So, you know, what was familiar to me? Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I had so many people in my ear telling me, you should do this and you should do that and you should take this and you should see this doctor and you should go. And I was just like, wait, all these voices. I needed to drown everyone out 
and start over. And hear the one voice that matters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I started to tune into that, sis, it was like a lot of things became clearer. And, and how you talk about circles. Mm-hmm. I let so many people go. Mm-hmm. And when I cut those puppet strings, mm-hmm. I felt nothing, no remorse. I wasn't mad about it. I started living in my truth. Because, you know, people seem to think that when you cut someone off, especially if it's family or things like that, someone close that may have been around you for a while or you did a lot of things with, even a marriage, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. people seem to think that when you do that, that it's coming from bitterness and anger and there's some hate and it's absolutely not the truth. It's not. A lot of times it's you're, you are, you have received forgiveness that you know you're not going to get. You're free and that's why you're able to do it because you have to make the decision that's best for you and your sanity. Right. Especially if, you know, people will say, oh, you can't live in the past, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's a pattern of things going on mm-hmm. and you know what the outcomes can be, You have to say, do I want to keep going through this and putting myself and having to start that process over again? Or do I just want to let it go and walk in my peace and have my peace and have my truth? Cutting off doesn't always mean it's coming from a nasty place. It doesn't mean that if I see you, that I'm not going to talk to you and be respectful to you. Cutting someone off does not mean you have to walk past them and be like, I I cut that. I cut that. Mm-mm. We ain't talking and act like you don't see somebody. Right. It just means, you know what? I love you, I but I love you from you. afar. I right. respect you. Right. I and I have a love of God right. for you, but right. you're just not for me. Right. It was like uh, on the way over when I was talking to you, I was like, you know, not everyone is for me, but mm-hmm. maybe I'm for someone. Right. So, you know, doing this, it's my hope that somebody will hear what I have to say. And, mm-hmm. and what I've gone through and resonate with that. Oh, yeah. Listen. You know, it's even when, as a, as, a, as a mom, there are days where I don't want anyone to call me mommy. <laughs> Listen, I say all the time, there's sometimes you're not going to like your husband, you're not going to like your wife, you're not going to like your children. But see, people, society, it's like, that's taboo. Oh, my God. Oh, no, she How doesn't like her kids. You don't like your kids. <gasps> no. That's called being real. No. You don't like everybody all the time. <laughs> okay? They are little jerks. Especially those days where you're not feeling the prettiest. Right. And they're like, oh, And you're my. dealing with your own struggles, right. you know, and relationship things and life things. Yes. And they like, ugh. And I'm like, <laughs> Listen. Really? Like, Listen. I don't like you today. It, it's, it's the truth. And, you know, my but hopes. But to go through that without, without being judged. Exactly. Society has set us up. You don't tell your feelings. You certainly don't tell the truth. Mm-mm. You put your mask on, you shut up, and you cry in the bathroom with the water running when nobody knows about right. it, right? I always say the real work and the hardest work is getting real with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because that's so where true. you allow God to come in and show you yourself. And a lot of people usually stop at that point. Mm-hmm. Because once he starts to show you your defects, you're like, I'd rather just keep doing the same things I'm doing. And you kind of plateau right at that spot. The real work comes when he shows it to you. It's going to sting and you're going to feel some type of way about it. Mm -hmm. But you decide to say, I want to move through this. 
Right. I want to heal. I want to grow through this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the real work is. Even therapists will tell you. Uh, they want you to come talk to them and spend your money with them. Mm-hmm. See, I, I used to have people through the years say, oh, you wanted to kill yourself. Oh, you're dealing with this. Oh, you're dealing with that. Oh, you're addicted. Listen, you need to go to a therapist. No, God never. I went to a therapist one time when I wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he made me feel stupid. Mm. He made me feel worse. I walked out of there feeling shamed. Right. Where I was supposed to be feeling free. Right. I felt stupid like, and shame. What am I doing here? And from that point, Holy Spirit said, I am your ultimate counselor. Exactly. Talk to me. I'm not going to tell nobody. And I'm going to send encouragement for you along the way. Right. I'm not going to look at you any different. My love for you is not going to change. So when people be like, you have insurance. You can go to a, you can go to a uh, therapist. You can go see a psych. No, I don't. Mm. Because I don't need the extra. I'm trying to be free from my shame. And that's not saying that that doesn't work for everybody. Let me let right. me throw that in there. Right. Let me throw that in because there before that. Because if that's what you feel that you need to do, by all means. All means, do it. Because at one point, like I said, I was working through myself and I couldn't, I, I didn't know which way to turn. Right. You know what I mean? So I wanted to to, to sit down with somebody and say, look, you know, this color makes me angry. Right. When I see this color, I don't understand why I get upset. Right. When I hear this song, I'm not sure why I react that way. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to see a professional to right. kind of bring that out in me. Right. You know what I to mean? To ask the right questions. To ask, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because they're trained to right. do that. Now, as far as the real work, right. that's all in his hands. Yep. And that's a self, it's an inside job. Right. I can't because you can somebody. sit in front of a therapist every week and still lie and keep the truth and from coming out. And that is the truth. So many people <laughs> sit in that therapist's chair or on that couch and they be like, nah, I'm not messing with a married man. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm not sleeping with my next door neighbor while my husband's out at work. Exactly. No, keep it real. Yes. No, I, I don't hate my kids. Right. Keep it real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep it real. It's power because, in it. Because exactly. Why do you feel the need to hate your children? Mm-hmm. Because all these women, I, I guarantee you, these women that showed, you know, that, that murdered their kids, and, and you watch TV and you're like, oh my God, I could never. But sis, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. And, and listen. It could happen to anybody. any one of us. And you never say never because you usually get put in that situation. How could somebody take the the life of their child? Mm. You know what? You don't know it. Because that person gave everyone clues Mm. before that happened. Yep. And nobody listened. The fire was burning. Yep. And no one helped her to put it out. Yep. Yep. These women, us women, are out here begging, begging for help. Help me. See me. Exactly. Hear me. Exactly. Love hear me. hear me out. Yes. Because you know what? We shamed that person that killed their children. We shamed that mom. How dare you speak of your kids like that? Mm-hmm. How dare you think those thoughts? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, sis, you are not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay not to be okay. Yes. Absolutely. There is no shame in that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Your kids are getting on your nerve. 
you need a break. Yes. Let me take them to the park. Let me take them for the weekend or a couple of hours so you can do what you need to do. Sometimes take a nap. Everybody's at the baby shower. <laughs> yes. Everybody's at the first birthday party. Yes. Where mm-hmm. is everybody when they're five? Mm-hmm. When they're six? Mm-hmm. Everybody comes to see the baby when the baby's born. Oh, if you need anything. Mm-hmm. And then the baby gets colic. You sitting up at 3 o'clock in the morning trying to soothe this child. You going through postpartum depression. Your husband sitting his fat, lazy ass over there sleeping. <laughs> and you're trying to be superwoman because and that's you, what society and, is saying. You stay exactly. up all night while he sleeps and it's goes to work. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. You can't figure out what's wrong with this baby. Mm-hmm. You got to be up in three more hours to get the rest of your kids up for school. Drive them to school. Mm-hmm. Make sure that everybody has what they need. And it snowballs from yep. there. Yep. And you never not once stop and say, what do I need? You keep covering it up and covering it up and covering it up until one day, the slight, the littlest thing, the thing that Boom. seems like the pettiest thing becomes the thing that lights the whole firecracker up. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, nobody's paying attention. Everyone is focused on self. And you know what? We've lost that village. Mm-hmm. We have lost that village. Mm-hmm. We need to bring that back. You know, back, back in biblical times when a woman had a baby, you know, those were, there were rituals around that. You had a culture of women that came together and helped you. Mm-hmm. Like that woman didn't leave in some, in some African cultures, actually, for 30 days. Mm-hmm. You did not see that woman for 30 days. And the whole village comes around and helps to take care of that child, Mm -hmm. right? For 30 days. Lord have mercy if I had 30 days of help. Listen. Right? Listen. (laughs) Okay. They help bathe her. They make sure that she's clean. They make sure that her hair is done. Meals are cooked. Mm -hmm. House is taken care of. The women of that village converged onto her, not to judge her. Not to say, you need to be up. Feed your baby. Oh, did you snap back yet? Um, she ain't lost that baby fat yet. You don't look good. Mm. Oh, you having another baby? You know, I got back up after two days. It's seven days and you still sitting down? No, they converge <laughs> on her. Yes. And they say, we are going to take care of this woman. She is sacred mm-hmm. for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that. There is no village because it's too much of comparison. There's competition. Everything is a comparison. Like I just said, oh, you're still sitting down. You haven't got up yet. You're saying your stomach still hurts. Well, Sharon, I was up after two days walking around cooking and cleaning the whole house, Mm -hmm. walking around with baby on teat. Come on now. It's judgment. Right. Just imagine if we as women came together when somebody had a baby and really nurtured that woman. And not it it doesn't only go for the women that are um, around the woman that had the baby, but the women who are having the baby. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times these women are like, I don't want you coming into my house. Don't come to my house. Don't cook for me. My husband's good. My kids are good. I don't need nobody taking my child and start talking about me. Mm -hmm. We have to learn 
to love one another again as women. We're so competitive. It comes back to truth and transparency, though. Right. Because so many people are dealing with their own insecurities, their own issues. Right. So Sheila's mother-in-law right. may have told her that it's unacceptable to still be in the bed two days after she came home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. So now when Sheila encounters her girlfriend, her sister, her cousin, it's... You should be up out the bed. Everyone's taking and just covering up layer after layer after layer and taking their, there's the truth, the, the mistruths mm -hmm. that they've learned and the things that they've covered up and the things that they're keeping hidden. Right. And they're, it's like it's contagious and they just throw it on to the next person and take that baggage and throw it on to the next one. Mm -hmm. And then they take it to the next mm -hmm. one because it's been taught. It's been learned. It's been watched because people aren't comfortable with themselves. Right. Right, and we, we get into these situationships, you know, where we, whether it's a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you know, it, and, and I'm going to tell you one thing, sis, across the board, I don't care if you gay, lesbian, whatever it is, it's still human-to-human -human interaction. Mm -hmm. Those relationships suffer the same things that straight relationships do, but... We have learned, um, how can I put this? We haven't mastered the art of treating each other like it's a customer service job. There's a lack of sympathy. Uh, right. And I tell everybody um, in my house, would you speak to, you know, with the children now, would you speak to your teacher like that? Mm-hmm. Would you speak to your classmate like that? Mm -hmm. Tell my husband, would you speak to your boss like that? Don't do it to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are in the customer service business. The customer is always right. Mm -hmm. Okay? If we treated each other how we would treat people outside of our home, outside of our marriage, outside of our friendship, the same way we treated our customers when we we're at work. How much better would that be? How much easier would those conversations be? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you give your boss a hundred percent. Then you give the people outside the best of you. And you come in here mm -hmm. and you unload. Yeah. I get maybe 10. Mm-hmm. So, I tell my kids, if you can't speak to me like you would speak to your teacher, don't speak to me. Mm -hmm. Take care of it yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm at that point. Mm -hmm. I'll tell my husband, if you can't speak to me how you would uh, speak to your principal that you work for, don't speak to me. Mm -hmm. Respect. No me. point. Mm -hmm. There's no point. Because at this point in time, like I said, I'm letting people go. That includes my kids. You want to be disrespectful? Go talk to somebody else. Because mm -hmm. I can't help you. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I have taught my children is how to respect. Mm -hmm. So I know they've had that training. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. and, and, and they're going to use it mm -hmm. when it comes to me. Because they use it with everyone else. You know, when, I, when they come home, I always hear, oh, your son or your daughter, so respectful. And, you know, when I go to the, P the PTA meetings and the conferences, the parent-teacher conferences, oh, such and such is so nice. Really? Who's this child you speak of? <laughs> yes. Come on. Mm -hmm. Who's this man you speak of? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Because I don't know him to be funny. I have a daughter that I would say that she is my ride or die baby. Okay. Okay. I could count on her. She fills my heart mm -hmm. since she was little. But she's got major attitude with her. Oh, God. But she's been along with me through, through the things I've been through. Right. Okay? Now, that's not to justify her behavior. Mm -mm. However, when I see her at school and when I see her at work, mm -hmm. she's good. Right. There's this energy that I look at that I'm like, oh, if I could just get some of that. <laughs> okay? But when she gets around me, it's, oh, my God, mom. It's whooshing her feet. It's mm. yanking herself around. It's everything sounds like it's an attitude and a pissed oh offness that God. gets on my nerves. Oh my and God, I just yes. want to mollywhomper real quick, mm. right? Mm. But then it's like people who know me from the outside are like, when you were going through homelessness, she was a little girl. She was going through it. When you right. were being abused, she was right there with you. You know right. what I'm saying? She's, she's internal. And I, and I have to tell her, I, and I'll be like, this is not an excuse. Okay, mm -hmm. because I'm a big believer in when you have to go outside in the world and fight the people in the world mm -hmm. and deal with other multiple personalities and deal with other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. When you come home, that should be a safe place. That should be where the Thank husband you. and wife can be safe. Yes. You, you're allowed to take your stuff Shield off. Yeah. And you can sit vulnerable with your heart hanging out. And you should be able to express yourself without fear of retaliation. Right. You should be able to have the authenticity and the vulnerability without worrying about that a couple days later someone's going to text you, call you, or say something to try to take the information that they've received from you to try to damage you. Right. You know? That's your safe place. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell her, this is safe. Mm -hmm. You're an you actress. You don't have to be that way with right. me. Exactly. I'm not your enemy. Right. I'm not here to hurt you. Exactly. I, I, I had a discussion with my daughter this morning about social media. Mm -hmm. And I said, Anaya, do you understand that there are people that wake up in the morning and they're like, I'm going to kill me an MF for the day. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to find a victim. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out here and pick up a little girl. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rape her. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dismember her mm -hmm. and I'm going to put her somewhere mm -hmm. because you know what? I'm hurting mm -hmm. and this is going to fix my pain. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, honey. There are people that wake up in the morning and all they want to do is hurt you. Mm -hmm. And it is my job to make sure that that person does not pick you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with her, it's just social media. You know, she's getting an attitude with me. You know, she's, oh, but everybody else has it. And I'm like, but I'm not everybody else's mama. Mm -hmm. But like you said, they have this, uh, this guard up with you that mm -hmm. they're like, you know, oh. I'd be the, like, you got the, your guard up with grit. the wrong person. Right. You should be having the your guard grit. up with them. Exactly. Not me. I'm like, there are people <laughs> out there that are going to use that. Mm-hmm. That, that disdain that you have for me, that lack of, 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 of love that you have for me, they're going to use that. Mm -hmm. They're going to take that and they're going to turn it around so they can harm you with it. Mm -hmm. And I always tell my children, these walls right here are safe walls. I don't need you to tell your brother that he's an idiot. Mm -hmm. 
somebody outside of that door is going to do that. Oh, my God. My two that are with me, they like to talk about each other being crackheads. And I'm like, oh, could you please not do that? Right. <laughs> please, please don't right? do that. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're worthless or you're this or you're that. And uh, shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, telling each other, shut up. I can't. It's like, please stop. I had um, a discussion with the children the other day. A couple of weeks ago, I say the other day, but it was a couple of weeks ago, where I sat everybody in the living room. And before I did that, I had everybody write down something that one of the siblings said to them that really hurt their feelings. And I said, I want you to write it on a piece of paper, and I want you to give it to me. We're all sitting in the living room, and we're going to read these out loud, the, the, the comments that were made. And I said, and if you care to you can address them personally. If you don't want to, you don't have to. So one of the things um, my, my nine-year-old, he said something that my 15-year-old uh, brought out. And it was so painful and for him that he wrote it down on a piece of paper. And then he said, the reason why that hurt my feelings was because you are my big brother and I want to be just like you. And it felt when you said that, that you didn't love me back. And the face that my son made, you could tell that it hit him. It was like a dagger. So I recognize that. And I'm like, you see, this is why this is a safe place. And I want you guys to show love to one another. Not that you can't be mad at <laughs> they just don't want us to be it's great the today. Devil. <laughs> Not that you can't be mad. You know, the park was a really good idea when it we first thought about idea, it. But then, you know, me with my natural products on and all these bees being attracted. It's great to see the honeybees, though. It really is. Because they, they're they so underappreciated. We love our honeybees. But, um, you know, I and I told them, I said, I did this because I want you guys to see how much it's affecting you to be talked to and talked about by your own siblings mm-hmm. right and then you have to go outside of these walls and deal with perfect strangers doing that to you we should be building ourselves up in this house we should be putting our armor on here with the love and the accolades and I'm not saying that you're always going to get along with one another Absolutely. And and that goes with marriages too. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. But if you and your husband or you and your wife can't hash it out inside and can't encourage one another lovingly and say for a minute, you know what, maybe how I feel is a little bit petty. Um, maybe I can shelve that feeling because it's really not worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say this because it's going to tear her down more. Because you don't know what she's been dealing with. You don't know what he's been dealing with. So when he comes home and he wants to take that armor off, it's difficult to do that with somebody who is there to also shoot at you. That's why the Bible says better to live on the roof than in the house with a quarrelsome woman. 
I mean, it was written then for vice a versa. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, be be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you have to be fake. Right. But if you know in your heart of hearts, because women, y'all can who them tongues. Mm-hmm. You guys can be sharp, right? Mm-hmm. We can be sharp, right? Mm-hmm. And some men too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some men too, but if you know good and well, this is the trigger that your husband has. Why push the button? Why do it? Mm-hmm. Why? Ask Hurt yourself. People. Ask people. Your, exactly. But ask yourself, what am I going to gain by making this comment? Mm-hmm. You have to pick and choose your battles. You really do. You, you, I mean, before me and my husband started to go through the divorce we're going through now, mm-hmm. we separated three years ago. Mm-hmm. We were separated for about four months, I think. Mm-hmm. And during that time, God had told me, um, you're going to have to learn to shut up. Mm. Not everything is worth a comment. And sometimes you got to let them argue by themselves. Let them say what it is that has to be said. Mm-hmm. But not everything is worth entertaining. Because sometimes that little bitty, bitty thing that's bothering him, mm-hmm. when you say that thing that you don't need to say, or you take that moment to be like, well, now I'm going to bring up what happened last week. Yeah. Now you just turn something that could have been done and over with if he would just talked to him, not in, like, in a sense talk to himself, mm-hmm. but you're sitting listening. Right. Right. But he gets it out. Mm-hmm. It's now come on over into something else that could end up in through the night, through the next day. To, mm-hmm. to the next thing. And so I had to learn to bite my tongue. And and I know it's not easy because there would be some times where, you know, he would say something. And, <laughs> and it'd like, be like, this? but wait a minute. Because, one more thing to say. and then afterwards you'd be like, okay, now I just took him to a whole nother level. Because <laughs> we know how to do that. Yeah. And we do it well. Mm-hmm. We do it well. Come on, ladies. You have to admit, <laughs> mm-hmm. we have a fierce tongue. And it stabs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I got to the point, too, where I'm hurting. And I'm like, why can't he see that I'm hurting? Why can't he see that I need him to just pay attention to me? I don't care what he went through at work. Because mm-hmm. what I'm going through is, is way worse. Mm-hmm. You know, look at all the responsibilities that I have. Mm-hmm. But again, it goes back to that customer service. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you have to be fake. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we need to put our customer service voice on and say, okay, honey. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be submissive in that in that sense where, you know, you see him as a Jenga game. And in the game of Jenga, you move one piece. The wrong piece. It's and it falls apart. Down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and men don't like to talk, period. God, it's like pulling teeth. You know, you get in there and you're like, oh, talk to me. But I think that if we help them feel safe. I think they would. Because a mm-hmm. lot of women take what they've learned and use it to hurt. Mm. Yes. He may be trying to confide in you about what happened with right. Tina years ago. 
uh-huh. and why he doesn't like doing what he that thing mm-hmm. you ask him about now. Mm-hmm. Why do you respond this way right. now? Well, when I was in a situation years ago, mm-hmm. this was my and then here we go. Oh, because I guess I'm not Tina, huh? I guess you love Tina more than you love me. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, now I don't want to talk to you anymore. Then that's when they start talking to old girl Mm. at the office. Mm -hmm. Because old girl, she going to be cute about it. She ain't fixing to be all, tell me more. What happened? She could care less. But she going to act like she does. Mm -hmm. And don't let you have some money or be cute. Mm. Oh Lord! Everybody think their husband's cute, but <laughs> you know, that's why married. Absolutely. But yes, sis. I mean, I think we really all need to put because, like I said, if I if I can come out of being fake, if I could come out of saying, you know what, and I've tr- I've done this um, recently, um, just telling my kids, you know what, I would love to go to that game after school that your friend is playing in and and you want to show support but mommy just ain't feeling it Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy today Mm -hmm. and you know little by little I'm coming out of that shell where I can say no Mm -hmm. no is a complete sentence Mm -hmm. that's not my direction today it's not written in my goals (laughs) Your goal. There you go. Learn how to ride a bike. Yeah. What can I say? Ask Tommy's mom to come pick you up and drop you off. Right. You know, if that's you want to go and you want to be supportive of your your friend's baseball game, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Ask another person's mother if they wouldn't mind dropping you off. Right. If they say great, oh, I'm all for it mm-hmm. because I know you know my when I had a bigger car. You know, I would take other people's children. Like, hey, bring them with me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't feel like going to the park, but the, ki- the kids do and they want your child to come with, then I'm good. Trust me, after three kids, it's all downhill from there. It's like you you could have 16 of them and it would feel like three. <laughs> Sis, today was good. Yes. It was good. We got more to talk about. Yes, we do. We got parts two, three, four, five. <laughs> The more I talk to you, the more I hear myself, the more I'm like, wait a minute. We've been through the same things. We understand each other. And so we we get it. You get me. You are open and you have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have a lot more of these conversations because this isn't it. No, we'd be here all day. We would be here all day. I think the sun would go down. And all these golf carts will be. <laughs> all these golf carts. So, I think I need to get one of them to go mow my lawn. Okay. They're keeping it really nice in this park. <laughs> Let's definitely get ourselves back together. Oh, yes. We're going to move how God leads it to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to have had you here today. Thank you so much for asking. Oh, I'm so glad you said yes. I know. I'm right? so glad you said yes. I am, too. I am just excited for this project. Um, to do it the way that God is telling me to do it and allowing other voices to be heard yes. and share in the dialogue right. of life. Because we need that. You know? This is our village. We got to take care of us. Absolutely. Somebody out there is going to listen to this and say, oh my God, that's me. Absolutely. And we just, you know, us as sisters, we need to come together and, and really love on one another. No matter if it's going to be reciprocated or not. 
Absolutely. I think that's a, a good point to make. You know, give unselfishly. Without, expecting, mm-hmm, without expecting something back. So, sis, you're an entrepreneur. Yes. And you do a little bit, a little of, bit something, of everything. Something. So, tell the people real quick what you do, okay. what you offer, and how they can reach you. Okay. So, I am a. Uh, I do my own organic products. That's why these bees are out here today. <laughs> So for those of you listening, they do work. I wish I could show you the beehive that ensued upon us. They are all organic. Awesome. Um, Big difference between natural and organic. Uh, Natural is just something that happens uh, naturally. You know, it just Mm -hmm. grows. Organic is when, you know, you actually take the product. There's no pesticides. There's no additives. Natural can still have pesticides. So just Mm -hmm. because it's natural does not mean that it's organic. There you go. So, um, that's a major difference with my products. Mine, you could literally eat. I don't recommend that. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, whatever floats your boat. They are non-toxic. So if the baby gets in them or the dog gets in them, it's okay. They you are, can feel yeah, safe knowing they're going to be okay. You can know that they're not going to turn green. Um, and I can be reached on that with uh, divinecareessentials.com. Or you can email me at divinecareessentials at gmail. Okay. And then I do Legal Shield where I help people. And that is one of my passions. Um, help people with their wills, with uh, legal protection that's affordable. Um, and especially now in this day and age with everything that's happening, um, you really need to be protected and have a legal plan. And with that, you can find me at, um, just email me at Tisha Cofield. It's T-I-S-H-A. Cofield is spelled C-O-F as in Frank, I-E-L-D, a zero five at gmail.com. And on top of it. She is Miss South Carolina, North America. (laughs) She's a model. She's fabulous. And I look forward to you guys getting to know more about her. And And visit my Facebook page. Yes, you can find her on Facebook. Ms. MS uh, South Carolina, North America 2019. Um, message me on there. I am. I love meeting, you know, all my little people from South Carolina and doing some events and volunteering. So definitely hit me up. And I'm Patrice Jackson. You can find me on Facebook at Patrice Jackson, P-A-T-R-I-C-E Jackson. You can also follow our page on Facebook, Live in the Power of Your Truth podcast. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys and look more forward to sharing more with you guys. God bless and live in the power of your truth.